there. Welcome to the Big Apple School podcast, the weekly English show where we speak about everything under the sun. The major goal of this show is to help you improve your English and, of course, learn something new. My name's Katja, I'm your host, and today with me... I'm Gary. And... Ken from the Philippines. <laughs> Guys, you know, we're doing our best to be as useful to you as possible, and we would love to get some feedback about it. Subscribe to our pages on Apple, Yandex, Google, SoundCloud, VK, or any other platform where you listen to our podcast, and let us know what you think. So how can you do that? You can rate and review our podcast. You can give us stars. You can leave comments, ask questions. We always, you know, make sure to reply and feel free to send your ideas about next episode. So what do you want us to talk about? What do you want to listen to? It won't take much time or effort, right? But we will really appreciate it. All right. So and today it's not really just a discussion, but it's more of a, what is it? Like a walk down the memory lane for us. So, and we're going to talk about events in our life. So basically just a friendly conversation about our lives. So, and um, before, <laughs> Gary does not look very excited right now. So just so that's you how, know. That's how I look when I'm very excited. <laughs> you just don't see me this way. Yeah, it's often. like <laughs> tears of joy and smiles. Right, yes, right. Some combination of something. So, and before we talk about our life and different events. Let's first talk about biggest events in, you know, in people's lives in general. So what can be the biggest events in total, the most important ones? Well, uh, let me start off by saying, you know, uh, the day when we, I mean, the day when people are born. Of course, for some people, they don't want to say, for example, celebrate their birthday. But for others, you know, the gift of life is the most, I would say, one of the best things ever that you could have because not everyone gets to be born mm -hmm. <laughs> and experience <laughs> life. So I would say that's, you know, probably one of the most important things. And mm -hmm. apart from that, Um, I guess, you know, the basic ones like going to school for the mm -hmm. first time because, you know, it's a combination of uh, a bit of fear and excitement because you never know what's going to happen. And um, then you find out you have to do that for more for 11 more years <laughs> of your life. <laughs> and then you start to hate it for some people, but I'm not saying all because, well, personally, I enjoyed my school life. Mm-hmm. So school, I guess we can add graduation in here when you actually finish the school after again, 11 years of studying. And What? then go to university. So depending on what major you, you know, you wish to take. Um, and it, it's a different kind of experience. unlike like, you know, school, because this time around, you need to be more responsible because, you know, whatever major you take uh, at university, it influences or affects your future job. So you got to be very careful with that. Mm -hmm. And I guess getting a getting the first job, right? No you, you might end up teaching English. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> right. I'm actually enjoying it. So be careful. That's what I'm saying. Oh, what? <laughs> what are you driving at I, in here, I Gary? Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, right, yes. Continue, Ken. Yes. <laughs> right, yes. So, well, graduation, of course, and uh, once you land your first job, because it's you know. For you, it's probably the first time that you would earn money and this time to actually embrace independence because, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people, they leave their families this time. They have their own lives and, you know, they need to plan for their future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, become an adult. <laughs> not fun. Adulting. Not fun. Adulting. <laughs> right. Adulting is not fun, I should say. No. 
No fun. All right. So why don't we actually, uh, well, of course, there are lots of other events that can happen. People can um, get married. Some people have children. Some people move to another country, for example. Like what blink, Gary blink. and I have, <laughs> right. have done. <laughs> so why don't we talk about, uh, oh, no, I'll give you the choice. What do you want to talk about? So I would like you now to think about the most memorable event in your childhood. So let's start with the childhood. So what comes to your mind? How you felt? Go ahead, Gary. (laughs) Take the floor. Uh, Well, uh, let's see. I would say that uh, most of my childhood events, there were many of them that were significant, right? But Mm -hmm. uh, as of this point, (laughs) since childhood is pretty pretty remote, pretty far away, um, they don't seem very big, even Mm -hmm. though they were big. At the time, of course. Well, you know, when you're a child, everything is so big. Everything is everything important. Is big, but... you know. And then afterwards, it just seems to be not so big mm-hmm. when, you, when you look back at it again. Uh, but um, so this is childhood, yes? Mm-hmm. Um, well, going to school, that was that was big, I guess. I don't remember it vividly as being a tremendous thing as such. I changed schools. Right, I, I think that's down the down the plan here a little bit, but I, I did change schools, and that was a, that was a big. Those were all big changes mm-hmm. uh, at the time, right? If you go to another school, you move, you change neighborhood and whatever. Um, those those tend to you have to have new friends. You you know everything everything changes. Um, so those those are those are big. Those are How big did you things. feel when you changed schools? Uh, I think at the time it was it was traumatic, uh, kind of, sort oh. of, but not tremendously. I it, mm-hmm. it was okay, you know. It was I tended to, you know, kind of find, you know, people were good. I didn't have major problems. I wasn't bullied, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes that can happen. That didn't happen to me, thankfully. And uh, um, it was pretty smooth, actually. But it was, you know, I know that at the time it was uh, bumpy, right? Mm-hmm. We would say, yeah. So, yeah, okay. While we're still at it, because we're talking about you know moving schools and you know transferring, um, I, I just want to interrupt you <laughs> there. Please, um, please do. Because um, well, good for you because you you were not bullied. Um, but I'm not saying that I was bullied. But you know, um, I spent uh, the first few years of my life in the village, and basically, well, I don't know if it's the same here in Russia or in other parts of the world, but people in the city tend to sort of look down on people who are from the village. And when I moved to Manila, coming from the village, uh, I was in, what, fifth grade? Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, when when I was in fifth grade. um, The other kids simply, well, they didn't really say it per se, but um, I could could feel feel it. it. I could Mm -hmm. feel it. (laughs) I think that's very often the case in here too. You know, when, when there's a kid... Moving from a village, yeah, some some children tend to look down on them. Children are cruel. That's one thing I understood when it's I started true. working at the school. Are, they're nasty little people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you wanted to say something else. Nasty little, little 
you know. No, of course <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Not to little miracles. But I must say though, because I, I stood my ground because um, we ha- um, I had a really good training um, at my school uh, in the village because if we talk about um, English lessons, so we were taught how to read well, like mm-hmm. orally. And uh, I remember uh, we had this reading class and um, one time I volunteered to read a text and my teacher was so impressed and he said, wow, um, where did you learn this? How, how, um, how come you read very well, like orally? Mm-hmm. So I just said, well, um, I was taught very well in at the school. village, in the village. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. And big city guy. You, yes. To be honest with you, the other kids were just jealous. It's like. Oh, okay. So we have this. Now they got kid another. Now they got another, another reason, reason to hate me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and that was when things. <laughs> nothing like success. Yes, exactly. Right. And I was even invited by my teacher to go to her to her other classes to read orally because oh, I was made as a model. And when I came back to my class, they just said. Oh, so you must feel good about yourself, yeah? Like, <laughs> Do you feel like a star? <laughs> exactly. Aww. <laughs> wow. Were so, you a teacher's pet? Um, I, I hate to use that term because it has negative connotations. Well, Let's Jen, just say I was... Um, <laughs> yes, this is your opportunity to get bullied at age... <laughs> Let's just say disclosed age. You're never old enough. Too old. (laughs) That's what the internet's all about. It's about Mm. grown-up bullying, right? Just parts of it. If we're going to be technical about it, yes, I I, I was (laughs) a teacher. Okay, (laughs) okay, he's come clean. Now we know. All right. So, no, I'm joking. (laughs) Yeah, good for you. Okay, good. But I must say, though, despite the initial, let's say. not so good experience. The rest of it was um, finally I was able to win over, you know, um, most of my f- classmates mm-hmm. um, because I have a jolly personality. I'd like to think <laughs> so. Very humble as well. <laughs> yes, yeah. we can see that. Right, yes. <laughs> yeah, so, right. you know, it's not that rough. So, mm-hmm. you know, what? I love asking this question in general about childhood and memorable events because people different people remember different things. And when I uh, think about my childhood, two moments, um, you know, come to mind. The first one was um, breaking a collarbone when I was like three or four years old. And the thing is that I was, um, well, it was not really a hospital, but, you know, it was for kids who had tuberculosis or, you know, thought to have, I didn't. But yeah, so, and I broke a collarbone and the, well I do not know how to call her a nurse maybe she said you're fine why are you crying and then the next day my parents came and I was like I can't you know lift my arm so they took me to a hospital it turned out I had a broken collarbone but what I remember most vividly is that I was lying at home watching tv and somebody so my aunt maybe they brought you know those sweet cookies and bologna and this was not a thing you could easily get in Yukutia at that time. I was like, oh, is that for me? Can I actually eat it? I don't have to share the whole piece. So, and that's what I remember. I don't remember the pain. 
I don't remember, you know, suffering or anything, but I do remember the treats uh, that my aunt the, brought. The bologna. The bologna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. Bologna. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was bologna. Yeah. Or actually, Literally. there's bologna. Yeah, right. When, when, they, when they want to charge an extra dollar a pound for the bologna, they call it bologna. Bologna. Yeah. So, and I think, yeah, this is the most vivid memory. And the second one was also, well, I remember trying a banana. And mm. I remember how much I hated it. Mm. And the whole of my family hated it. And then, you know, that's not a big deal until two years later, we found out that you have to wait them for them to become yellow and then eat them. <laughs> so, you know, we had never seen a banana <laughs> okay. before. So we were like, yeah. why do people like them? They're green and they, you know, like, yike, not very tasty. And then two years later, we found out that we had to wait. See, there's all kinds of nuances in right? life. <laughs> That's what I like about being a child because you're, you're so innocent. And, um, you know, the other thing is that, um, well, uh, in my childhood, I really loved daydreaming. One thing in particular that I remember, I was lying down on, uh, on the front steps of our house and I was simply looking at the clouds imagining myself like Superman or some kind of a superhero who could fly. And, you know, it, that's the thing about childhood because you are free to dream. It's, I'm not saying that we're not free to dream as, you know, adults, but... <laughs> yeah, because that sounded... Ken looked at me. I just want to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say, Gary, that... <laughs> right. But, but then right. again, life is right. much more serious as, you know, as adults. And, yeah, you want to dream... He's looking at me again. Yeah, right? No, yeah. I'm just... <laughs> He's, you know, like you, I feel, as I an adult, know. you want to dream. You're like, okay, you start daydreaming and then all you can think of is, you know, my next mortgage payment. Yeah, the <laughs> bills to pay. And that's why, that's, that's why I love my childhood because I was a dreamer and I had, um, I would say, a rich imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, and the good thing about it was my grandmother was very supportive. By the way, um, I don't want to set the tone to make it sound like sad. But anyway, I come from a broken family, which mm-hmm. means that, you know, my parents were separated. But um, it, I would say in general, it was still a very happy childhood because I never felt for a second that I was missing something. Mm-hmm. Somehow because my grandmother acted as both my father and my mother. And she really made sure that you know, um, that I, di- that I wasn't different from, you know, most kids. So that yeah. sounds like a Russia, like Russia today and Russian kids today. Grandmother is all <laughs> like, you know, but yeah. Well, a good grandmother is a, a, a very good thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Since we're talking about childhood, what is your earliest childhood memory? Well, um, the first thing that, you know, comes to mind is when I was about five years old, wait, wait, 1990, because I remember trying to put the calendar on the wall mm-hmm. and then it was a calendar that was sent by my mom from Japan. And I remember it was so colorful. It's actually a picture of uh, nature. I, I, I don't uh, remember exactly what it was, but it was... I mean, it had something to do with nature. And then as I was putting it on the wall, I asked my grandmother, so it's, what is this, 1990? And then my grandmother said, yeah, it's the year now. Ah. (laughs) That's how you learn the concept of a year. (laughs) Exactly. I was about five then, I guess so, yeah. (laughs) Gary, what about you? I think I start, the earliest I can remember, I think 
And this, you got the false memory category here too. But uh-huh. I think, I think this, I'm sure this is real. And I don't even know why this is even vivid. I say memory's vivid, right? And uh, it's just that I remember being in a crib. Mm-hmm. In wow. my Yeah, in my grandmother's uh, and grandfather's bedroom. There was kind of, they had a, another room and there, there was an alcove off mm-hmm. of the, you know, right there. And I remember being like behind bars, you know. In, in, in the, in the, <laughs> how old were you? What do you I think? I don't know. How old would I be? Well, I you mean, must have been like uh, less than just, less than three, definitely. Yeah, so, to be so. in a crib. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I would have to be really little. So I don't know. Even I don't remember anything about what it was, except that I do. Rem- I'm re- I remember the view from there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, the whole way the whole thing looked, and I would have to be quite little because the alcove wasn't very big. Mm-hmm. And um, but anyhow, so but there was no nothing attached to it. It wasn't like you know, just a random, just a random thing, or yeah. memory. Yeah, yeah. Because I tried to remember mine, and I think I have almost the same situation. And I don't remember the event. You were in the crib too. No, <laughs> no, no I remember. Kidding. You know, some. I remember like the floor and crawling, but then again, um, mm-hmm. I after that thought about that. Was it really my memory, or was yeah. it a false memory? Because mm, you know, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. sometimes can have false memories. But in general, you know, it's interesting that. The first, well, usually the first memories that we have, they, you know, go back to the age of two, between two and four, probably. Because at that time, you know, we start to identify ourselves as I. So, you know, how, you know how little kids, they are not, they they do not realize it's them in the mirror, for example. They don't want to say that they exist. It's like I. Self-awareness. Yeah. So, and then they say that by the age of two, they start to realize it's them. They have this sense of self-awareness. So thus the memories somehow start to form. But what events or feelings maybe do you think we are most likely to remember? I mean, when we're kids and in general. I think the ones that truly made us happy. Of course, um, for me uh, personally, uh, the ones when I was, uh, say for example, with my friends, with with other kids, I mean. And of course, um, some huge celebrations where mm-hmm. I had toys, <laughs> lots of food to eat. <laughs> and speaking of which, I just want to um, uh, give this one as an example. When I was seven years old, that's probably, I would say, um, the happiest birthday in my childhood because... I remember um, there were lots of guests and one of the friends of my grandmother, she gave me a like a furniture of table and chairs for my action figures. And I would never forget that because um, when it was given to me, I thought, what is this? And then I realized, oh my God, I'm going to have Batman and Spider-Man sit down over here. I, I was just so happy. I was wow. over the they, moon. They, they rang the bell with the gift. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. They didn't you even know it. They were like, yeah. yeah. But they did. Wow. wow. So, yeah. So we can say some strong feelings of happiness maybe so that we are more likely to remember. I think we can add fear and, yeah, you know, negative experience definitely. too. Because, you know, a lot of people, they remember very vividly when, for example, a dog was running, you know, at them. To, yeah. So even though they were like two years old or three years old because they were scared. Traumatic experience. So, yeah. yeah. But even when it's not that traumatic, you know, 
as such, but for example, you were in a shop and you thought you lost your mother, for example, but then she was just like, you know, (laughs) not far away, but you still, you know, that was a shocking experience. So you kind of more likely to remember that. Sure. But what about these false memories? How can, how can these form? How can these appear? It's not just like, you know. I've noticed that um, a lot of memories, um, uh, I think we, like if you see a picture of some, like if you see mm-hmm. pictures, right, uh, that you can, uh, th- you build everything around the picture. You don't actually remember the event, maybe, mm-hmm. in my case, anyway, I'm just talking for myself, um, uh, that you maybe don't even remember the event, but the picture puts it there. Mm-hmm. And, and not that that's a true memory, but it's like everything is actually coming out of that picture. And were it not, we didn't have the picture, maybe I wouldn't even remember the event. Mm-hmm. Or the, you know, something else that you might learn from the picture, right? But it, because it's there. Um, and so I have, you know, my dad was kind of a hobby photographer, mm-hmm. right? And uh, so as a baby, he took pictures of me as a baby. Of course, I don't remember that, but I've got a lot of pictures of me as a baby. <laughs> wow. With hats on. I mean, <laughs> funny years. I mean, it's, it's classy stuff, you know? <laughs> I mean, you know? First, first rate things, uh, but um, but then you know going later on, I there's all kinds of things that I mainly remember probably from the pictures, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is not false memories. I guess I'm not talking about that. I, I think the problem with false memories is is you don't know they're false. Mm-hmm, exactly. Right? That's exactly. The thing. Yeah. It's so, you know, it's you kind of convince yourself. And if pictures, you know, is usually something that helps you to remember. Or, but what if what if you hear the stories yeah. about your childhood? Are they real stories? Yeah. So, you know, because people, again, we as people forget details. So you hear the story over and over again from your parents or other people. But what if they have forgotten something? Or added to or it. Added or added to it. That's yeah. <laughs> right. Which, yeah. Have yeah. you ever heard about the story of uh, Jean Piaget? who was a Swiss psychologist. Because mm-hmm. he um, he gave an example of these false memories. Because when he was a baby, a little baby, he had a nanny. So, And he vividly remembered the situation when someone tried to kidnap him while he was in a stroller and the nanny fought the man. Mm. So, and later... And of course, he's been told this story, you know, uh, hundreds of times by everyone. So and then later when they came home, his nanny and him. So the nanny was given a watch as a reward. So and then, you know, the story was told everybody and by everybody. But then 15 years later, the nanny returned the watch saying she had made everything up just to wow. get the reward. But wow. he remembered vividly her fighting sure, the man. Sure, 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 sure. So yeah, because it this just came out of the story. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and this, this, I think this was actually the reason why he started to uh, look into the topic of memory in general. Because yeah, I think memory is very, very undependable. I mean, if you want to actually know what it was, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty undependable. And and uh, you know, we're story makers, right? I mean, it's just what mm-hmm. people do. And uh, so we fill things in. And this has also been studied every which way. And you know, so we just. I mean, it has all kinds of other implications for like mm-hmm. criminal, you know, criminal True. situations and and all of this. It's very, very undependable. Um, and uh, as an adult, not, I, 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 
I try to write things down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only because well, that'll which is help. part of that <laughs> part, of, part of that can that I'll admit to that's the part where a little little less dreaming and a little more this is what actually happened. But uh anyway, yeah. So yeah, I think there's a lot of false memory. Um Yeah, but we won't find out because yeah, yeah. we think they're real. You know it's interesting to talk not only about our memories and false memories, but collective memory as well you know when we remember the same thing as uh you know a group of people and then that turns out to be wrong because uh i don't know maybe that's now uh happening a lot because of the social media or because of the internet but one of the examples that i have um well i i don't guess you have watched star wars for i have watched star wars you have the original uh-huh. one the, i guess the first two or three yeah, maybe, know, films. Maybe, maybe a couple. <gasps> you have. So do you remember the moment uh, which is quoted everywhere, which is, Luke, I am your son. Oh, Luke, I am your father. father yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Was that in the first one? It uh, was in like the fourth one. <coughs> That's later. <laughs> no, no, no. That was actually in the, in the second one. No, I didn't see the second one. But so, anyway. I mean, the Obviously. fifth one. So the second one that came out, I mean, in 1980 something. Mm-hmm. So any who... So we all remember this phrase like, Luke, I am your father. It was never there. So it was never these words. But still we, millions of people remember it like that. The same situation in a Russian cartoon, there was a cartoon uh, which is called The Kitten Named Wolf. And there was one moment which we all remember sounds exactly like that. But again, it was never there. And some people even, you know, took the liberty to contact the producers and ask, like, was there ever any other variant, any other version shown on TV? And they said, no, this is the only one, the original. Uh, so why? <laughs> why? How come that we remember as not yeah. just as a group of people of 10 people, but millions of us, this same right. yeah, well, phrase? It, it, it gets some form that's easy to remember. And that's the form. right? Mm-hmm. But it's not actually what was there. It's it's a variation. Mm hmm. So, yeah, memory is a fantastic and, you know, mysterious thing, just as our brain is. It's not always reliable unless you have concrete evidence to, you know, back it up to make a claim. I think that's why I like Instagram so much. It's like a little diary. I take a picture so later I can see the picture and the day. Well, now that we don't really print photos, so we can't remember. Actually, my mom and I in, in December, we went through old pictures And some of them were, you know, well, kind of signed. The date was written Uh on them on the other side. But then sometimes I'm like, mom, who is it? When was it? Oh, what year is it? She's like, I have no idea. She just couldn't remember. She's like somewhere in the 70s, early 70s. I'm like, wow, so helpful. (laughs) Right. Yes. Right. You know, that's what makes me jealous of, uh, you know, the generation of today because, um, social media is out there and, uh, at the early stage of their lives. And so they can record everything and mm-hmm. save them digitally. Unlike back in the day when, you know, <laughs> we use this um, a camera where you have mm-hmm. to go to oh, some, wow. I mean, to yeah. have it, um, what? Uh, developed. Developed, yes. exactly. <laughs> and I don't even have the copy of the films anymore. I don't know where they are. And mm-hmm. we didn't have this habit of writing down the date uh, on the back of the picture. So every time I see these old photos, it's like, how old was I in this photo and in what year? 
I even we, we even had a little bit of a well not an argument with my mom because there was a picture of a baby and I'm like that's my sister she was like no that's you I'm like mom this is black and white when I was born you start you had a Polaroid so that would like you know color she's like no 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 that's you I'm like no that's my sister because we looked identical as you know if you look at the pictures so right nope we still could not you know come to an agreement I still think that was my sister my mom thinks that was me. Yep. She's like, I don't know, but it looks like you. I'm like, we look identical. Yeah. So, I, can't, I can't even imagine having everything documented. I mean, I, I would, that would be just socially or just every way that would be really, really, really different. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that would give you something to, you know, connect to. Theoretically, right? Going back, you can look back. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, usually you got nothing. You got some pictures, <laughs> a few pictures. You know, I sometimes would write things down at the mm-hmm. time. And, you know, but whatever I didn't write down, man, it is gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's virtually True. gone, which yeah. is what happened to your mom. Is for yeah. her, it's just a blur. That's what yeah. a lot of this stuff is to me. Even the big events and things mm-hmm. that were mm-hmm. kind of major, you know, I'm a lot older than you are. Um, and uh, it does make a difference. It mm-hmm. just turns into this kind of, you know, it's like my childhood. Mm-hmm. It's, I remember more the the generality of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember being able to play outside and, you know, be some, yeah. out till late, you know, just running around being a kid. And, mm-hmm. you know, I remember that more than any of the, you know, I specific mean, details. Yeah. yeah and dates, like plants so. were real things, flowers, bees and flowers, you know, bees and plants. Mm-hmm. That was a thing. And, you know, insects were real. I mean, they were <laughs> my buddies, you know, they were my, <laughs> they, they were my pals. And I mean, it was a serious thing, you know, and, uh, uh, and then that I remember, but, you know, to, to get even to, into the, uh, you know, the events being important, it kind of becomes a blur. They, mm. they, they, I sometimes wish we had uh, taken more pictures as a family, you know, because oh, yeah. later, what what else are you going to have later? Right. It's right. pictures mm. and maybe videos. That's why now I do the documentation and I take it seriously. I mm. have, if you open my computer, basically I have different folders there. They have the specific year, the specific events. Mm-hmm. So with, you know, the exact title mm-hmm. so that, uh, every once in a while, while uh, or when I'm in the mood to go down the memory lane, yeah, it's sort of nostalgic. I just go back to those photos and then boom. Oh, yeah, I remember. Of course, this happened in mm-hmm. 2017 in summer of yeah 2017 when I spent, you know, time with my friends, blah, blah, blah. So I wish I had that, you know, option yeah. or, or opportunity when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> At least, you know, some digital proof that will r- remind yeah. me. Because yes, right. <laughs> right. yeah. recently, yeah. You were a child, Ken. I'm sure you were. Yeah, Even I if know, you don't but, have digital yeah. proof. Yeah, I know. But I just want to be more um, precise about the dates, <laughs> right. the time, you know. I understand. Yeah, I completely understand. Yeah. We yeah. recently tried to remember, you know, every uh, New Year celebration, the last uh, 10, 11 years with my family, we couldn't. We had to actually dig up photos and different files to remember who was where on a certain new year and everything. Of course, you know, when you think back every year, let's say 2020 or 2019 and so on, you'll remember one, probably two things that happened, the biggest events of the year. So let's say 2019, you'll remember like, oh, this happened, this event happened. But 
very often we do not remember most of the time, but just like one or two biggest events. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I am methodical about, uh, <laughs> about, about, about writing things down now. And um, wait, wait. Um, Gary, do you keep a diary? I, 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 I yes, a digital diary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I use a, that's good. I use a, an app, mm-hmm. yeah, for that. And I, I have an amazing I number great. of. I have. Uh, would you believe? Guess how many entries I have in my. Uh, guess guess how many? When did you start? Yeah. keeping it. I started it about ten years ago. Ten in the, years. In this form, yeah. Mm. Almost ten years ago, nine years ago, maybe. Guess how many? In the hundreds. I think it's in the thousands, like two thousand thousands. Yeah. Try sixty thousand. Sixty thousand. So, Ken, if you think you're weird (laughs) with with your couple dozen folders, (laughs) sixty thousand. That's and you know the number. I mean, so you must keep track of it. I'm, I'm going to actually demonstrate this in a dramatic course on a podcast audio. You you lose the drama. Yeah, of well, but, uh, they won't be able to see it. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I don't sixty thousand. Oh my why. goodness! Wow, but that's so, so. That's the kind of person that you. But <laughs> that, that, but that's I think my that's problem. Been, I think that's amazing because Sym- later symptom of my another symptom of my problems. <laughs> but later on, you can just you know choose the date. Yeah. Or the month well, or the year. Well, you yeah. Can it, oh, yeah. And since it's yeah. since it's digital, yeah. it yeah. makes it easier to I mean, browse I, and easier yeah, to go through. Uh, yeah, and I've gotten more and more what I what I choose to capture. So a lot of it's practical. But you know, like if I've whatever you've done, if you bought something or whatever the thing was, or you know, met with somebody, talk with them, you know, you can just search. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you know roughly the date and mm-hmm. so forth, or you don't, then it just pulls up all of the. Yeah, but Gary, um, do you really exactly remember the details? Because let me tell you, I don't you, remember like, the details. Um, no. I mean, I remember, mm-hmm. I remember them when I do. Yeah, I do, I do at the time. Yeah, because a month ago when I went back to my like digital diary as well. Um, well, by the way, I don't do that anymore today. But uh, when I went back about ten years ago, mm-hmm. and then I was just you know I just wanted to see what. I was like and what mm-hmm, I was thinking at mm-hmm. the time. And then I tried to open one entry that was back in 2010. And then I read some names like, who are these people? It's like, <laughs> I, I I basically wrote about them. I said, oh, I'm not going to miss you. You blah, blah, blah. blah. So it was like a rough <laughs> day for and me. And you're right. You don't miss them. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely you know, not. You are completely correct. Yes, yes. But I was trying to... Memory remember. erased. Yes, right. They're gone. Well, that's how our Ken's... memory works. You know, I yeah. think when we feel like we don't need to remember that anymore. No, or even if we do, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't matter what we think. That can happen too. Yeah. That no, can it's, too. And it, that happens too. I've got, you know, I've. Yeah, we, know. yeah, we, we saw what you have. Well, no, but what I'm saying is that, uh, you know, I, you'll just come up with stuff that you, mm-hmm. st- I mean, don't even remember the person, yeah. Yeah. right? I mean, yeah, and, and it was obviously somebody that was, you mm-hmm. know, um, significant yeah. enough to. To make it to the uh, diary. Yeah, to make it to the diary. <laughs> you don't have to be very significant to make it to my diary, trust me. <laughs> All right. Um, so, but that's about memories and uh, childhood memories in particular. And why don't we talk about a different event, an important event in everybody's life? 
the first job. So what was your first job ever? Oh my God. I was, um, I was, I think 19 years old when I got my first job, but it was a part-time job. Mm -hmm. I was still finishing my studies at um, the university. I was a remedial teacher. Basically, Mm -hmm. um, the job involves assisting students with their homework projects or with Mm -hmm. their exams. Um, Yeah, that was my very first job. And to be honest with you, um, so I've been teaching for a very long time now to a point that I don't even know what other jobs I can do. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes I ask myself, um, is that all that you can do? Uh, Like besides being a teacher, what else can you do? I've never had any other jobs in my Mm -hmm. life, really. Interesting. Not even when you were like a teenager and you wanted to make some money. No. No. I didn't work (gasps) as a shop assistant. Never. Waiter. No. Whatever. It's just teaching. Wow. And I remember when I got this job, I was so happy because I thought, oh my God, for the first time in my life, I'm going to earn, you know, money from my own hard work. (laughs) But I was too, okay, I, I was too stupid then because... Um, Weren't we all at the age of eight, of 19? Well, the thing is, um, back then, Nokia, uh, Nokia was on top of the game. It was like the iPhone of today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, um, it was like iPhone of, you know, in that uh, era. Yesterday. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So <laughs> yes. I was too stupid to actually save up my money just to buy a new Nokia phone. And I remember it was Nokia 6600. That was way back 2005. I worked for about four months, I guess, four or five months. I worked really hard just for that stupid phone. And guess what? Where is Nokia now? I mean, (laughs) no judgment, of course. But what about people who get a loan just to buy a new phone now? Okay, they're more stupid. So I'm not that stupid. <laughs> I said no judgment. This okay, is okay, judgment. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. You want yeah, to make okay. you feel good about yourself. Ken, you're way smarter than those people. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Gary, what was your first job? Well, I uh, uh, my first job was I, I worked for my dad. My dad had a business. And so I was doing things there, which is not like a real job. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a real job when you go and work for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So my first job was... Unlike Ken, uh, right, I came out of out of the blue collar, hardworking proletariat. Uh, I worked in a in a restaurant. I, mm-hmm. I was a, I was a busboy. Mm-hmm. Busboy is a, a highly untrained professional, <laughs> untrained, not professional person who cleans dishes off of mm-hmm. uh, off of tables and uh, carries them back in the kitchen. And how uh, old were you? I was, believe it or not, uh, actually, this might be, yeah, this, um, I would have been, I would have been uh, maybe like 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I, I was a little, <laughs> I was working a little bit under my, <laughs> under my level, but it was fine. Um, and, uh, but yeah, that was my first, uh, and it was, it was not a great, you know, was not a great job. Mm-hmm. Not not a professional. I wasn't well, I think first okay. jobs very often are non-professional. Just you, you just do that, right. you know, it's to make some money for the first time. Make some money, time. get a job. Yeah, it was a summer job. Yeah, because yeah, my first job was also a summer job. You know, this, um, you know, like ticket conductors, ticket collectors on the bus. Uh-huh. I worked from 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. Oh, wow. And I was 11. Oh, dear. Oh, my goodness. Wow. 
I still, child labor. Where's the child? <laughs> protect this child. Not in Yakutia at the time. Definitely not. But wow. yeah, I was so proud of myself that at the age of 11, I could make, you know, 250. This little child freezing. It's, 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 no, it was it's, summer. It's 40. Oh, 44. I was assuming it was 50 below zero. Uh, uh, no, not a no, freezing. No old freezing bus yeah. no it no. was you know 35 degree heat in an old bus <laughs> <laughs> i don't know which is but yeah but i was so excited it was my first job and wow. you know i felt so proud of myself that uh, by the mid of summer i was able to buy my mom a gift for her birthday with wow. my own money wow. i was like <gasps> and i still remember it was 250 rubles for the whole day and 300 rubles if you didn't eat, if you didn't have lunch. 250 <laughs> rubles for the whole day. So this was in uh, what year? This would have been in the 90s. Yeah, mid-90s. Uh, 2000, Late. 2004. 2004. <laughs> okay, I was going to say two, wow. two, 250 rubles at the, <laughs> in a given period of time. It would have been big money. Right? No, 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 no. no it wasn't. It wasn't. Okay, 250 But still, the seller was very, very proud of myself. Well, sure you should have been. I would have been too. Yeah, but I, th yeah, that was it. Wow, at 11 years old. So they, <laughs> did you, did you, did your parents, did your mom pack you a lunch or did you have to just, uh, um, no, we, we bought, hot, hot doggy, right? yeah, basically it was some, well, it was not really fast food, but at, um, you know, when we had breaks, you know, in the place where all the buses stand, there were some uh, people who cooked at home and brought it there and they sold it. Okay. So my, right. Now, when you look back, it might not sound very hygienic, you know, because you never know what conditions they cook that in. But yeah, it was very, well, the very 35 proud. degree heat probably keeps it fresh. So, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Absolutely not suspicious and not dangerous right. at all. Right. No germs would possibly no, breed no. at that temperature. No, absolutely. So, yeah. And what about your, let's say, most memorable travel? Right. <laughs> Some silence there. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, do you want to go first? <laughs> and Gary looks at Ken like, please go first. <laughs> Ken, why don't, why don't you start us off here? Okay. Um, Chivalry. <laughs> I would say one of the most, but definitely uh, not the most memorable. I, because, you know, I, I've been to different places and mm -hmm. I would say a lot of them, um, they were really memorable. But one thing in particular, I guess... Um, the first time I went abroad, that was in 2010 when uh, my Korean dad, that's how I, you know, referred to him. Actually, he was my student because mm -hmm. I was like his um, uh, private teacher, uh, mm -hmm. English teacher. So he sponsored me and another tutor because, well, he was. He was rich. <laughs> yeah, and we got that. <laughs> we all went to Vietnam and I was just so happy about it because I thought, oh my God, for the first time in my life, I'm going to go to another country. And Aww. we went to Ho Chi Minh. Uh, we visited um, World War II memorials. Mm -hmm. We saw, uh, um, uh, I forgot the religion, but it's some kind of a, like, um, a local religion, not exactly Buddhist, but Anyway, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we went to the temple. What else? We um, we went to uh, the Mekong River. Um, it was all memorable because, you know, 
for a first time and to be in another country mm-hmm. for me it was everything was new and I was so excited and the good thing about it was <clears throat> I really enjoyed it because I didn't even have to plan unlike now when whenever mm-hmm. you know I travel mm-hmm. I always have to make sure that I have to pay for this and that but that time it was all for free <laughs> so oh. <laughs> all right yeah. yeah free vacation yeah uh, let's see. Uh, f- travel. Um, I would guess uh, I, I could say co- coming to Russia that was uh, that was a thing. <laughs> I will say that. Uh, but I would I would say maybe uh, in a sense the first time that I just got in my car as, as an adult, really older than I should have been for having this being the first time that I did this. But uh, I got in my car and I just. Uh, uh, kind of went on a vacation and I drove to the East Coast to the United States and I drove around a few places. You drove I, to the East Coast? Yeah, it's not oh. far from Ohio. It's not a big deal, but um, I just hadn't done that and I hadn't uh, actually done the sort of travel thing. I don't know why I didn't do that. I guess it was because it was just on my own or whatever. And I mean, this was later. This was, I don't even know what year, but uh, and that was memorable just because I realized, wow, I could do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's stupid, but I, I you know, <laughs> this is something I <laughs> But could, I could. This is something I could do. And, uh, and, and it was kind of a revelation in a way. Um, and then, of course, I did do that. And it was, it, it was good and interesting and all that. But it was just the United States and just the East Coast and nothing spectacular, but just the fact of going. Right and How long did it take? Well, it's uh, it's 500 miles from uh, Cleveland to uh, to New York City, and then you go north. Uh, is how I did it. So it's that's like a day's drive across Pennsylvania to get mm-hmm. to New York, and then it's another, you know, five six hours to get out of New York and into other places. You know, so so not, even, not you... even six hours, of course, to get out of there. A couple of hours, but so where did you go? You drove. From I just Cleveland drove. To I New York drove City from Cleveland. Well, I did. Yeah, around New York. I wasn't going to New York, but just up to New England, and uh, just, just, you know, I had gone to college there, but I hadn't returned there just as a travel thing, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I was doing that for the first time, and that seemed like there was just something I discovered that I could do, mm-hmm. um, even though I obviously could have done it much earlier. And I'm sure everybody that I knew had already done this, you know, <laughs> or the equivalent of it. And, uh, uh, but anyhow, so that was just sort of just the thing of bra- like breaking a barrier or something or mm-hmm. discovering a new thing. And then of course, going to Russia is just a small thing compared yeah, to that. Sure. You know? <laughs> Not a big deal. Right. Especially going to Magadan. Yeah, sunny <laughs> Magadan, <know>? yeah. <laughs> Well, the sun always shines. There, at least, Absolutely. at least, at least in in July, <laughs> most uh, most of the time. Oh my! About twenty hours. <laughs> I think I think mine was in two thousand thirteen when I went to London. Uh, even though that was not my first uh, trip abroad, because in two thousand eleven, my mom and I we went to China, but that was my first uh, travel abroad alone. Mm. And I was very excited. I was a little bit scared because you know. Alone. Yeah. Ah. Wait, uh, how old were you? Uh, were you then? I was twenty. Mm. So you know, I had to look up all the places and where to go. And I think that was very mem- in the most memorable. Memorable, not only because it was my first travel alone abroad, but because first, um, 
I I still remember this. So one of the first places that I went to was the National Gallery. And being from a very small town in Yakutia and then moving to Novosibirsk, which despite being the third biggest city does not have much art, I went to the gallery and I saw, you know, Monet, Van Gogh. And it was not just a copy or a picture of a picture, you know, but it was the original. I was like, they actually made this. I am looking at what these people made with it. It was, I I think I spent like five hours there, really. I, and I have been to the National Gallery within, within the two weeks that I spent in London. I visited it four times, I think. I just couldn't stop coming there. It was so... Shocking and unbelievable. And later, uh, when I uh, when I later went to Boston and went to a museum with a local, um, you know, I was like, wow. And she's like, yeah, okay, yeah, well, Monet, cool, Picasso, fine. I'm like, you don't understand the treasure that you have because people live in places where they don't see any art. So, yeah, that was just fantastic for me. Yeah. And what about... Uh, Holidays. So can you think of the most memorable holiday? Maybe that was New Year's well, Christmas celebration or your birthday or Independence Day. I do not know. You tell me. Well, um, Gary. Yeah, you already. You already <laughs> I, I just love it how they look at each other like, you go first. No, you go first. Yeah, I'm... I'm um... Uh, I remember again. I just I'll just make the generalization. I, I'm sure it's my age. Probably just me, but also, but uh, I tend to remember kind of the overall thing, mm-hmm. and maybe not the so many you know one specific event. Um, I remember uh, uh, family holidays, and again, this has helped a lot by pictures. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. even know what form this would have if we didn't have some pictures of these holidays. You know, right. when uh, this would have been with my, um, this would be my grandparents' generation. Everybody was alive, and I had a kind of a big family in that generation. So my grandmother had um, like five brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Wow! And, yeah, which is a big family. They were they were second generation, so they immigrated as a kind of a. I guess probably they had the children. Uh, you know, children were born in the United States, but they were from Saxony, Germany. And um, my, my great-grandmother never spoke English mm-hmm. at all. And um, yeah, so, uh, but anyway, they're, her children, who were now my uncles and aunts, they were all sort of in a good, you know, good healthy age and all of those things. And mm-hmm. uh, my grandmother, uh, my father's mother, was a, a, a tremendous cook. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other grandmother was was the, quite the opposite, <laughs> um, uh, but uh, she was a just. I mean, she loved loved to cook, mm-hmm. and so for her to have fifteen people in and uh, and you know make a big turkey, and, she's like, "That's my time to shine." <laughs> I mean, she was just in her element, and we would say in her glory. That's what mm-hmm. we say. She's doing her thing, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so just this giant table of food and, you know, sort of the, you know, the circle unbroken, as mm-hmm. they say, you know what I mean? Wow. If you know the song. And um, uh, and just being a little kid and, you know, you're just sitting there with all this food and this big plate in front of you and just, you know, everything is wonderful and, and you know, all that stuff. It was mm-hmm. it was uh, kind, of, kind of great. That reminds me of our family gatherings too. Um <laughs> That's why I miss my childhood so much because um, 
for example, in my case, we would celebrate the new year in Manila. So mm-hmm. uh, coming from the village, we would all fly to Manila because we, well, we have relatives there and um, everyone was present. And, you know, it's not even about all the toys that I would receive mm-hmm. because, hey, it's New Year's Day. And basically kids, it's like a field day for us because we receive, you know, different presents. But more than that, the atmosphere and the fact that you get to see your other relatives mm-hmm. and everyone is in a celebratory mood that just makes me so damn happy mm-hmm. um which unfortunately today i don't think i have that opportunity well i'm mm-hmm. not in the philippines uh, uh at the moment so yeah i just miss that time mm-hmm. especially new year yeah. mm-hmm. that was back in the early 1990s uh-huh. That beautiful decade. Aww. I have, I have a bit of a difficulty to say which one was my most memorable. Because uh, if we think about, you know, the time that I was the happiest, probably that was New Year of uh, 2015. Because I remember mentioning it before. I was in London. Uh, that was my second trip there. And um, I had dreamed about seeing the fireworks in person. And I did. And that was spectacular. And I was even crying because of how happy I was. But if we... Um, now that I think about it, um, I think I want to remember, other than any other holiday, the new year of 2000. Not 15 then. It must have been 16 yeah, 2016, even though it was kind of boring, you know, just the New Year celebration 2016, we just, you know, had some salads, ate, watched uh, the TV, the president's speech. But that was the last New Year ever that we celebrated as a family, as a whole family. And if I had known that it was that, yeah, that it would be the last one, I would probably, you know, take more pictures or make it more memorable. But alas... Wow. So now I want to cherish this exact holiday and not not any birthday, not any travel, because I also thought maybe I can say that my birthday in New York City was, you know, one of the most memorable. But I understand that I don't want to remember that as vividly as that new year. So speaking of, um, so do you think, so, because we have talked about happiest moments, amazing moments but do you th- what do you think about bad uh, and sad situations should we remember them or should we try to forget them and erase them from our memory or should we keep them since they're still you know a part of our life you know it's part of um, our history mm-hmm. and I think that you know we shouldn't be in denial of those things um, because after all, we're still going to learn something mm-hmm. from, from those events in our lives. As much as, you know, the the memory might be painful mm-hmm. and we would like to forget that, but it helps shape our humanity for us to become real people and to understand life better. Because, for example, in my case, um, well, I've already mentioned it earlier about my parents, mm-hmm. you know, separating. And uh, um, there was a part in my childhood when sometimes I would question, like, why do other children have their own, you know, parents? And every mm-hmm. time I would go to school to get my report card together with my aunt. Um, I, I, I remember specifically, I had this classmate. Um, he wasn't exactly the smartest. Well, to put it, you know, lightly mildly, yeah. <laughs> or to put it mildly. <laughs> um, but I remember his mom was so happy and even proud of him. And I was thinking to myself, like, how could you be so proud of such, 
a student. <laughs> such, a, such, a, such a complete total failure. <laughs> well, How can okay. this possibly it's be? His words, okay, not my <laughs> words. So. Anyway, All right. <laughs> but Sorry. you get what I mean. <laughs> and I, I don't know. We maybe got I was, what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I was just jealous uh, mm-hmm. at that time because it's like no one's proud of me. Like, where's my mom? Where's my dad? They, they should be mm-hmm. with me. But unfortunately, you know, I. I, I, I didn't uh, grow up with them. It, instead, it was my uh, grandmother who looked after me. But anyway, she made me happy, even though my childhood was not exactly complete in a traditional sense that mm-hmm. you that uh, you know that I had my parents. But um, anyway, I, I, I promised myself that no matter what comes uh, to me in life later on, that I need to have a, a strong you know I, I need to be courageous because mm-hmm. now as an adult, I can say that um, I'm mature enough to face the challenges in life and mm-hmm. life is not always colorful with yeah. rainbows and oh, unicorns yeah. you, you have to face it you know realistically mm-hmm. that there will always be challenges and not all events in life will be nice or beautiful mm-hmm. sometimes you need yeah. to cry <laughs> <laughs> Gary nods approvingly I do, oh. I do. now Ken, you're okay. You're yeah. It's all okay. Oh, so in I'm your personal right. rating, <laughs> right, yeah. now Ken, right. okay. Right. Good we're, job, we're Ken. Okay. Yeah. Catchy, you too. Oh, and Ken definitely has me? got no. some brownies points for <laughs> no, you know, right now. Just, I'm looking for approval. No. <laughs> I've already lost it. No. Uh, well, one of the benefits of, uh, of things in the past becoming a little bit less distinct, but you sort of remember the whole thing, mm-hmm. is that Whatever the not great things were, which of course were there, um, they kind of also blend in. Mm-hmm. And it's just mm-hmm. part of the, you know, as they say at the National Gallery, what would a great picture be without some shadows? Yeah. Right? Amen. I mean, yeah. And it's just the way it is, the way the whole thing works. Mm-hmm. And um, so, and I've been, I'll I've been, you know, blessed by having things generally be, you know, not traumatic and mm-hmm, not having mm-hmm, to work mm-hmm. through very much, you know, be, and it's just the way it is. And, you know, whatever happened, that doesn't mean everything's been rainbows and, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and unicorns, <Judy> you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, to, to quote Ken, Ken's phrase. But, uh, no, it hasn't been that, but uh, far, far from that. Um, mm-hmm. A little, little light on the unicorns. <laughs> not, 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 not rainbows. A little dim. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, one, one color on that rainbow, and it's gray. No, but, um, but still, it, it all does kind of blend together, and, uh, and, and it's okay. It's good. I mean, I mean, it's all it's, it's, it's all part good. of life. Yeah, it's, it's a part of life. life. So yeah. we just should, you know, embrace it. Do not, you know, live in denial that no, that never happened. I don't want to remember that because it is what it is. True. Yeah. All right. Wow. That was an interesting talk. I think we learned a little bit more about each other. I like yeah. getting closer, you know. <sighs> All right. So that was the Big Apple School podcast. And today we discussed memorable events, our childhood, the happiest moments, and whether or not we should remember the sad and not as pleasant moments of our life. So thank you for listening. And remember, if you struggle to understand our conversation, you are always welcome to our website, which is bigappleschool.com slash podcast. You can find full scripts of each episode there so you can read 
and listen and it's done you know in a very convenient way so don't be afraid that you'll have to read you know 15 pages of a text no also if you want to get more content which will help you learn english you can follow us on the social media such as instagram vk youtube telegram basically everywhere just search our name which is again big apple school so that was katya and my guests for today were i'm gary and ken stay tuned and we'll see you around <laughs>